I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. Don't miss Cold's new Season 3, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Utah's source for exclusive access and insights behind the news. Here's the opinion page editor of the Deseret News, Boyd Matheson, on KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Welcome, everyone, to Inside Sources here on KSL News Radio. It is fantastic to be with you today. I am Boyd Matheson, opinion editor at the Deseret News. And as always, we've got a lot of ground to cover on the fastest 60 minutes of radio as we actually try to help you slow things down just a little bit, divide the rage from the reason, elevate the conversation, connect the dots, and help you make the news make sense today. Uh, and there is a lot of it, so we're going to storm right on in. I want to begin today uh, really where we ended yesterday. I had so many people reach out yesterday by text and email and phone uh, talking about the the ideas we talked about in terms of the new now versus the new normal. Uh, I, I really believe that being able to get present uh, is so important for our mental well-being, for our physical well-being, uh, for our social well-being. We, we have to get present. And there are so many people that are so exhausted. We're, we're, we're pandemic out. Uh, you add to that some economic uncertainty, some civil unrest, uh, and a mix of other things, and it can be very stressful, and it can be very hard uh, to stay present to the moment. And when you're not present to the moment, you don't get to experience joy, you don't get to execute with excellence whatever you're doing, whether that's at work, whether that's in a relationship, whether it's with your family or your community, and it also prevents us from strategically looking forward. And so... In relation to the pandemic, uh, we uh, have tar- started talking about a lot of new normal. But but just remember, when we, when you say new normal, you're backward facing first because you're comparing that to how things used to be in the past. So you're looking backward. Uh, and that creates a certain level of angst and anxiety because it creates a longing for the way things used to be, which we cannot change. We cannot go back. We cannot. It, that's in the past. If we also say new normal, we're also projecting, and this is where I see so many people struggling, especially with things like wearing a mask, is we're projecting it forward in perpetuity. We're saying it's always going to be this way. And we know the one constant in this world is change. And so reject the new normal conversation because that's not going to take anywhere. Just be present in the new now. And we're going to have a whole bunch of different new nows over the next six months, over the next six years for that matter. And our ability to be present in them is what is going to allow us to enjoy them, to make them productive, meaningful, and help us leave a legacy that's actually going to matter in the end. Uh, I spoke yesterday a little bit about uh, Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan, of course, was one of the great competitors of all time. His winning of championships, his ability to elevate his game of basketball and to elevate those around him uh, it has been well documented. In fact, uh, I want to play for you just a, a clip. It, it was so fascinating to me that they chose to end the series, this 10-part series on the Chicago Bulls. Uh, the beginning of the final episode uh, focused on 
the fact that Michael Jordan was great not because he was a superior athlete, not because he was more determined, but because of his ability to be present to the moment. This is some good learning for all of us. Most people struggle to be present. People go and sit in ashrams for 20 years in India trying to be present, do yoga, meditate, trying to get here now. Most people live in fear because we project the past into the future. Michael's a mystic. He was never anywhere else. His gift was not that he could jump high, run fast, shoot a basketball. His gift was that. He was completely present. And that was the separator. All right. Again, that's such an apt description of Michael Jordan. But but think through that and apply this to wherever you are today, wherever you're listening, wherever you're experiencing this today. Apply this to your world, to your personal life, to your family life, your community life, your work life. The most people struggle to be present. And we bring the fear and the uncertainty and the angst from the past and we project it all the way into the future. Uh, again, he said that Michael Jordan's gift was not that he could jump higher or run faster or shoot better. It was his ability to be completely present in the now, in the here and now. And so we, we have a lot of that to do, uh, whether that's about masks, whether that's about sending our kids to school, uh, whether it's about dealing with the economics, uh, and on and on we go. Just focus on the new now. I promise you, you will find more joy in the moment. You'll be more effective in executing what needs to be done, the essential things that need to be done, and you'll be able to think more strategically in terms of where you want to go in the future. So to me, that's the the real test to all of this. Uh, And we'll come back to this throughout the show today. Just be present. Don't, Don't go back. Don't project everything out in perpetuity. Just be present. Uh, that's the real challenge for us. And if we can do that, we can get to some real serious conversations about how do we move forward in a positive way. Now, shifting to the news front, uh, interesting uh, things coming out of the Supreme Court today. Uh, clearly a victory for religious liberty at the United States Supreme Court, uh, especially dealing with the case against the uh, Little Sisters of the Poor and the Obamacare uh, ruling. And uh, I'm not going to dive into those deep today. Uh, Live Mike with Lee Lonsberry coming up today is going to take a deeper dive into some of these cases at the Supreme Court. They'll have Kelsey Dallas, uh, who's one of the foremost experts in the country, on. And Lee will uh, really slice and dice that in the 2 o'clock hour today. So make sure you set your clock uh, and stay with us here on KSL News Radio throughout the day. But that's going to be a fascinating conversation coming up during that 2 o'clock hour on the Supreme Court cases today, Religious Liberty Issues uh, happening uh, around the Affordable Care Act. So stay tuned for that coming up on KSL News Radio today. And I'd uh, love to hear Lee's breakdown of that, especially with Kelsey Dallas. That'll be a, a great one to punch today. Uh, also, as we've been talking about, the administration is pushing uh, to make sure that uh, kids are back in school in the fall. And rightly, this has to happen on a, a local le- level to be sure. Uh, But the president yesterday uh, did weigh in in a significant way. He definitely used the weight of his office to lean into this idea that we have just got to open the schools in the fall. We're very much going to put pressure on uh, governors and everybody else to open the schools, to get them open. And uh, it's very important. It's 
very important for our country. It's very important for the well-being of the student and the parents. So we're going to be putting a lot of pressure on open your schools in the fall. All right. So obviously he's using the weight of the bully pulpit of the presidency there to try to move that conversation forward. Uh, if you were listening to uh, Dave and Janovic today, uh, they spoke with Ben Horsley from the Granite School District, and they started looking at, OK, what is our new now going to look like uh, for kids to come back in the fall? Here's what Ben Horsley had to say. This is going to be a really a joint effort to help not just keep kids safe, but just as importantly, keep our teachers safe. And parents are going to have a big role in that because we do know that oftentimes in the past, pre-COVID, that sending a kid to school with the sniffles was an okay thing to do. And it's not anymore. What we need is our parents to be really vigilant about making sure their kids with symptoms stay home, any kind of symptoms. And that's going to be a major thing in terms of helping keep everybody safe and healthy. All right. Obviously, there's a, a lot of debate that's going to continue around the opening of schools in the fall. I think everyone agrees the best place for the kids to be is in the classroom and getting that going. And to me, I, I'm I'm loving to see the fact that people are getting creative. Uh, there are some school districts that have announced they're going to go Monday through Thursday and make sure that the uh, cleaning crew can get in on Friday and over the weekend to make sure it's properly sanitized and up to standards. Uh, others are going to do other variations or give kids options to, you know, uh, dial in from uh, from remote uh, into the classroom and see what's going on there by video conference. And it, it's allowing us to really get experimental in terms of education, things that I think many people have been talking about for years and years. And suddenly a pandemic is forcing us into the innovation. Uh, and so I'm actually encouraged by it. And again, I think all of this has got to happen on the local level uh, with a lot of local local input, starting with teachers and administrators, with parents and with the students themselves. So there's a lot of work to be done. But to me, th- I think this could actually be one of the best things to happen to education, allow our teachers to really get creative, do what they do best, and do it in a way that's going to help all of those kids. All right, we're going to go ahead and step aside. When we come back, we're going to talk about the impact of the pandemic on the entertainment industry uh, in particular. And uh, we have a very special guest joining us. Stay tuned. On KSL News Radio. I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast Cold. Don't miss Cold's new season three, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts.